This is Inner Healing Paths podcast. Here we discuss the healing of the mind, body, soul, and spirit through a variety of different paths. We have emotional and spiritually minded conversations centering on ancestral healing, psychology, astrology, yoga, meditation, magic, and indigenous spiritual practices of the world. I am your host, Rosa Shetty, and I am so happy you are here. Welcome. Hello, everyone. This episode is with the wonderful Eats Papalolt from Child of Venus. She is a designer, ceremonial danzante, and Mayan yoga teacher. In this episode, she shares about her own healing journey and the paths that she has taken for self-empowerment and reclamation of her ancestral medicine. She specifically talks about reconnecting with the Mexica and Mayan traditions and other indigenous healing practices. She shares her story of how she learned yoga, which is known as Mayan yoga, and how this opened the door to her own healing and also on how to help others reconnect with their lineage and medicine. I do want to apologize for some audio issues, some parts cut off as we were having connection difficulties during the recording. I also want to give a brief disclaimer that this episode does not treat or diagnose any physical or mental health condition. This episode does not substitute for healthcare or mental health services of any kind. Guests have a right to share their opinion and perspective, and this does not constitute an endorsement of them or any other entity they represent. I know you will love this interview. Take a listen. Hi. How are you? I'm so blessed. So excited to be here with you today. Yes. Thank you so much for for coming on. So just want to introduce our listeners to you. It's Papalot. I um, I found you on Instagram through your jewelry, actually, and I I actually I'm wearing it now. You know, you can see it. Okay. It's the I just bought it a couple of weeks ago from you and yeah and I loved it and I I like I was mentioning to you earlier I was looking through your Instagram and I'm like oh my god I want everything that you that you have <laughs> yay <laughs> I'll make it all for you <laughs> I, I love everything it's just so beautiful and so unique and I, I like the the really like the chunky jewelry I love that style and your jewelry is very just I don't know, it just feels very rich and gaudy. I don't know. I just, I just love it. <laughs> so Thank I'll you. be buying more, but I started off with this, this ring because I saw it. It was like a quick post that I saw. I don't know. Someone must've tagged you on something. I don't know how I, I came across your work, but I saw the hummingbird and hum, I really feel like I connect with hummingbird. I, you know, with, in regards to like spirit animals, I feel like that's mine. And I just saw it and I was like, okay, I have to have that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. And hummingbirds are so significant. You know, in Mexica culture, we say that the hummingbird is our, the antepasados, 
coming oh, to bring us a message wow. and it goes so deep uh, you know even where the weight of the largest yeah. hummingbird is oh gosh I can't remember the exact but it's like a specific amount of grams weight and that's also the amount of weight that the body loses when when the body expires really wow yes. That's amazing. I didn't even know that. And I'm, I, I, in regards to ancestral work and working with my, with my ancestors, that's my thing. You know, I, I that's what I, you know, what I, I focus a lot on my, my, just my personal healing. And so I didn't know that. And yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. Thank you. I'll have to get the exact um, amount of grams for you, but it's, it's really deep. Wow, I didn't know that. Thank you for for making that yeah. for me. Wow. Yes. Okay. Well, tell us a, about yourself. I, you know, I I'm just I am fascinated by the work that you put out, the offerings that you have, your jewelry, and all the magical, you know, work that you do. So tell us about yourself and your work. Yes. Well, I love creating. Honestly, like a meditation to me, I feel so honored, honored that I get to adorn like some beautiful, powerful women and men, you know, but most of the the clients I have are women. And it's just such an honor to me for me to create something from my heart, from my mind, and then I get to see it adorned on a beautiful woman or man it's it's everything to me and I'm so grateful I'm so grateful for the ancestors for allowing me this creativity you know to to use my hands to use my heart and my creativity so it's a blessing and all of the jewelry that I create all of the adornments I create um are definitely inspired by my ancestors, by my culture, um, by the culture of the Maya people also, mm. uh, because I, I've studied with a Mayan elder, a, a, a Mayan Halkin is his proper term. What is and it so again? It's, uh, Mayan Halkin. Yes, his name oh. is Unaknen. He is a Maya elder. And um, the title that they, he has is a Halkin, which means um, a master of the sun. So he was a solar daykeeper. So I studied with him and that's giving me, given me so much inspiration as well. Um, so yeah, I'm honored. I'm so honored. Yes. Yeah. I also offer, um, I'm a certified yoga instructor. And um, I've also been initiated by my teacher, Ulwasman, uh, to share the ancient teachings of Mayan yoga, or mm. what he calls yokha. 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 Which okay. means- I think I think I look, yeah, Y-O-K-H-A. Mm-hmm. Y-O-K apostrophe H-A. Wow. Okay. And, and, and I have to be honest, answer. I didn't, I didn't know about that until I saw your work. Yes. <laughs> um, 
Okay, yes, we lost oh, the audio yeah. for a bit. Okay, so yeah, so tell us again about that, the book that you were, you showed me on the screen. Yes, so in this book, it's written by Unwat Men, and the title mm -hmm. of this book is called Secrets of Mayan Science and Religion. And mm -hmm. this is Unwat's second book. Mm -hmm. And um, in this book, he talks about Mayan yoga or yoga. And it's very similar to yogic teachings, ancient Sanskrit, ancient Hindu teachings. Oh, wow, that's, that's amazing. It, it's so deep. It's so amazing. And it's um, not known. It's, it's not. People and, don't and know about be. this. Because Absolutely. This book is available everywhere. Yes. <laughs> so Absolutely. This piqued my my interest um, when I read this book. It was given to me by a friend uh, who was a Chicano studies professor, and at the time I I was already um, a yogi, I guess, quote unquote. <laughs> I was practicing yoga. Um, for many, many, many years, I've been practicing for at this time, oh my gosh, like 21 years. And so um, he gave me this book. Mm -hmm. I, I was intrigued. And then that's when I sought out Unbox Men, my teacher. And um, yeah, it just all of this wisdom that he's shared with me has impacted my life in the most positive way. Um, reminding us to come back to those ancestral teachings, reminding us of our limitlessness, you know, and not to always be focused in this 3D, in this third dimensional mm. life that we live, right? Because we're so much more. Mm. And if we listen to the ways of our ancestors, we'll be reminded of that. Oh, so beautiful. And, and you know, uh, there's so many uh, ways I, I want to, you know, or, some, you know, so many paths I want to take with this, but, you know, one of the, my big, um, I guess, mission and, and just my, my life work is, you know, with the ancestral healing and uh, from the perspective that you studied and the, and with your teachers, what, what is the, the, the connection or how do they connect with their ancestors you know from the mayan perspective how did that how, how does that happen through that through that wisdom and that medicine mm. well um according to unbox men you know they're they think of time in a circular way they don't think of time lin in a linear way so they don't see birth and death it's it's never ending there is no beginning and there is no ending so oh, we are constantly here with our ancestors we are our ancestors hmm. and it's just a continual like if we if we could picture the milky way in our mind right and that circular that circular pattern the milky way creates that's that's us hmm. we are that circular pattern we are the milky way oh. which the mayas refer to as the unabku oh. we are the unabku we are the universe and so 
we are our ancestors as well. Mm, so beautiful. Wow. And how did you like come about this journey? I mean, I, I you know, how did I know you mentioned the book, but prior to that, even with the yoga, and you know, tell us a little bit about your just your own path in, in regards to being, you know, on this on this healing and just person perhaps personal healing, but how did you get started in, in this in this realm? Mm. Um, you know, I've always been a critical thinker. I've always questioned everything, everything. And I guess you could say, which is interesting because I see this, um, I was considered the black sheep of the family. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right. We're yeah. the weird ones. Definitely. <laughs> I, can, I, I can relate to that too. <laughs> it's always us, right? Um, so I've always been. Uh, okay. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. I, I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. I've always been seeking something else something different and I don't know I feel like that's just innately within me you know yeah, I don't know yeah. why but ever since I was young really young and uh, it just led me to this path of wanting to understand who who am I who are my ancestors I mean deep you know learning about the dream state, learning mm -hmm. about universe, learning about yoga and meditation and breath work and how that connects us to all of that. Yeah. And how, how young were you when all of this started? Wow. And you know, what I could remember is, and it's transitioned, it's evolved. You know, it's gone from me being a critical thinker about the things going on around me, politically, socially, ever since I was a teenager. Just, you know, why is it like this? Why can't mm -hmm. I be this way? Why can't I do this instead of that? Critical thinking. And then it evolved over time as I've, I've educated myself or, or people have educated me it's evolved into now, you know, and I know there's still so much evolution to go. I know there's so much more learning to, to have, have absorbed. Mm, um, yeah, so absolutely. I don't know. I, I think it was just innately within me. Always, and, you yeah. I'm really blessed that my, my parents have always supported that. Hmm. Yeah. All my Wonderful. weird things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, go be weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that. Yes. Yeah. And then encouraging, being supportive of you, right? They, they were supportive of whatever path that you wanted to explore. Exactly. Even if it was very different than theirs, even if they didn't understand it even if they didn't agree with it, you know, and, and at a young age, very young, uh, my mom 
she's an avid reader, avid. Like we would go to the library every week. Mm. And, you know, I wasn't picking up like deep books. I was probably picking up comic strip books. <laughs> but she enforced that into our mm. life. Like, hey, let's go to the library, get some books. And so every week we would go. And so that was really part of my journey too, you know, loving to read and loving to learn. Yeah, they, they nurtured that. They, they nurtured that part of you that wanted to learn. Absolutely. And they supported that, yeah. So it really helped to, to amplify me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then I also think, um, you know, I wasn't, growing up, I was a young mother. You know, I had my daughter when I was 18 years old. Mm. And so I, I didn't have time to be conscious or, you Absolutely. know, I was a mom. I was working. I was uh, cooking and cleaning and taking care of my child. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. I didn't have this time. And, and I wish I could go back. And there's so many things I would change. So many things. Um, but it is what it is. And um, while I was a, a, a single mom, I started practicing yoga. As my kids grew up, you know, my son was maybe like a year at that time. And um, I was working in the medical industry. I worked at City mm. of Medical Center. They offered uh, free yoga lessons. Okay. So I feel like that was like a huge step mm-hmm. into where I am now too mm-hmm. I started practicing yoga meditation learning about the chakras mm-hmm. and it always did feel foreign to me you know as beautiful as it was these teachings you know I would read the words in Sanskrit and I just knew that it didn't it didn't belong to me oh. wow yeah so Fast forward, you know, uh, 15 years, me practicing yoga, meditation, all of these things, is when I, I came across Umbach Men's book. Mm. And in that book, he tied everything together for me. Oh. Like, hey, yes, that is foreign to you because that comes from Hindustan. It comes from India. Mm. which is a, a magnetic center of the world with vast and divine teachings. But here, you know, the Mexica, the Maya, your ancestors, they also have these divine teachings, which are exactly the same teachings. Mm. Sound healing, mantras, mm. mudras, all with different names. You know, we have different names for those things. Um, And it just allowed me to connect to it in a deeper way. Because now, these are the teachings of my ancestors. I could could connect. I could could speak those words. And it awakens something within me. And it's not foreign. So... Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. Your your journey is just like one thing, just kind of led to another, and 
and, and at the end there, it just sounded like there was this, this really deep remembrance of mm. who you are, you know, and, and that reconnection with your roots and your ancestors and, and your whole body just, just be, became um, aware and, uh, you know, it woke up, you know, from your mind body, it just, it woke up to that. And, and, and here you are, right, practicing this and teaching this. And I, I can relate to your journey uh, because I also came to this, this realm of, of um, spirituality and, and meditation through yoga. Mm. So that was the door for me as well. And it's so interesting that you mentioned the, the, that sense of feeling like it wasn't, it felt foreign to you. It wasn't that you, it was, there was something there, but it didn't, you didn't take it on as your own, right? As right. You didn't, you know, it, you, you practice it and it helped you tremendously in your, you know, in your journey, but there was something missing. And, and it, it, so it wasn't until you discovered the Mashika and the Mayan tradition of this path, the yogic path that it really amplified and would you say that in regards to just your own spiritual journey does it correlate with you uh, just like your your gifts as a, as a perhaps as a healer your gifts as as a just as a, as a person a woman did it expand when you when you discovered this the, the the mayan mexica path did it just amplify at that point it opened the gates wide open it opened the gates for me. Can you describe and, a little bit of how that was? Like when you mean like oh, the gates opened, yes. how was that for you? Transitional. It was life changing. Mm. Um, you know, the catalyst to that was when I went to Kentucky, of all places, um, mm. to study with Unba. So he, um, you know, is he based in, in Kentucky at, at this point or? No, he is from Merida, mm -hmm. but there was a, um, a school in Kentucky. Oh, wow. And so they brought him to Kentucky. Of all places. Teach, of all places. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. <laughs> and I was like, Kentucky, but it was so beautiful. It was amazingly oh. gorgeous there. Um, I've always been fascinated by my ancestors. I've always um, been so proud, you know, of the things they've accomplished, the beauty, Absolutely. the wonders, the temples. All of, it's always fascinated me. Um, so when I went to study with Unbats, it was a very intimate setting. There was only about 10 of us, maybe. Mm. and um, it was very open. We were allowed to talk to him, you know, chill with him, ask him anything we wanted. And so I went prepared. I took my notebook and I had like a million questions for him. <laughs> Honestly, like yeah. I was asking him about, you know, what is his view on human sacrifice? Oh, what does he think about homosexuality? Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, and he, he was such a down to earth person who 
was so simple, but so profound. And being with him, learning from him, it just opened my mind wide open. And it reminded me that there is no limitation. There's none. All, if we reflect on everything that our ancestors have created, mm. there was no limitation. You know, we try to place those limitations. Like, how did they create that? It has to be an alien. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yes, that's what you hear, right? It's like, there's no way, you know, how th- that could be possible. But yeah, we're, we're limitless. And so we we're are. ancestors. Yeah. Exactly we are and he reminded me of that and he taught me so many beautiful things and and beautiful practices to further awaken that genetic Mm. memory Mm. that we all have awaken and just bust it right open and so I don't even remember what the question was. I got so into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I asked you, how was it for you? Like the, that when you said that the flight, you know, everything was just the floodgates were open. Every, you just were immersed in that. And I, I, I just asked, how was that for you? You know, just being in this, experiencing this, you know? Yes. Yeah. It, it, it was been, it has been life changing. Mm. And it just continued from there. Um, my teacher Unbox Men introduced me to another elder, um, Masatsin, who works with a sacred Mexica calendar. And um, he has just been a wealth of information. And same, like I am honored to have learned from him and gone into ceremony with him. Mm. and so yeah it just continued and it's yeah. still like this is still I feel this is still the beginning you're still on the, on the journey yeah yeah yes so what is the Mexica calendar I'm curious I've no, I, I'm not familiar at all I mean I've heard of the Mayan calendar and the Aztec calendar but I've, I've not heard of the Mexica calendar oh the Mexica calendar probably would be the Aztec calendar ah, uh we okay. call the Sona Poali um but it's so intricate. I I don't even have a full comprehension of it, to be honest with you. And that's why I say, like, I know this is just the beginning for me. I know very um, little about it. Uh, but it, it's probably what people refer to as the asset calendar is uh, mm. the Tono Poali. Mm. Okay. Okay. Funny that you mentioned that because I'm actually, I'm my pendant is the Asta calendar oh yeah yeah that's it <laughs> i i got this like I, I think 15 years ago in when when i traveled to mexico city and i put it away for um, i i think for 10 years and then recently wow. i found it and it was it's it's silver so it was tarnished and i cleaned it up and I was like, oh, I can wear this again. I I forgot about it. You know, like you have so much. You, I don't know. I'm sure you have so much stuff, jewelry, and things that you know you forget. <laughs> and I, it's been like ten years since so. So it's wow. uh, and I just got. I just put it on a couple of days ago. So it's 
very synchronistic that we're talking about that today. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. I, I don't think anything is a coincidence, you know? Yeah. And it's a very sacred, um, sacred calendar, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And learning about the little I do know about it. Mm. Um, I know it, it's so, the, the Mexica calendar and the Maya calendars are so divinely connected to the planetary alignment that when we learn the calendar the calendars because there's several um we are able to predict the future wow. and this is mm -hmm. what the mayas use this for you know the mayas were some of the greatest cosmologists and would study yeah. the stars and the alignment planetary alignment every day and that was mm -hmm. their dedication and we could learn, um, women could learn the best time to get pregnant with a, with a female child really? or the best time to get pregnant with a male child wow. and the best time so to, um, if limit, if resources were limited, they would know the best time to have sex. So they wouldn't get pregnant. Huh. Wow. So it's so, so advanced, right? such an advanced the, civilization yeah so advanced it, it's mm. not like the civilization that we live in today um which when i teach these things uh they are very strict you know and it's not something that i live by a hundred percent you know i'm i'm just a student you know um but they are very strict and many people are like oh my god like these are so strict yeah. yes they were and that's this is how they've created a civilization that we can still see and have the effects from thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands right. of years later right this is how they preserved their knowledge their medicine their wisdom exactly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow and so you know i want to i know that you offer a lot of um I, I've noticed you have a lot of classes on the, like the divine feminine and tapping into that part with, within, within us. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, that role within perhaps the Mayan or Mexica tradition? And, and how does, how do you incorporate that in, in, in the work that you do? Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, being a woman, um, it's just so important to me having these beautiful women around me and i feel i love my men trust me i love my men uh but my yeah. sisters they're everything to me yeah. they lift me up they support me they guide me and so and being a woman i i honor the divine feminine mm. and and i know our ancestors did as well you mm. know God is a man and God is a woman. And when we reflect on these ancient teachings of the Maya, of the Mexica, we learn like women are so powerful. We are the creators. We give birth to life. Yes, we need a man. Yes, we do need men. We need that, mm -hmm. that divine balance, that ometeo, you know, the creation of duality. We need that. Um, but especially in the society that we live in now, 
which is very patriarchal, um, I focus on that divine feminine energy mm. because we need to showcase it. We need to bring it out more, uh, not just in women, in men too, because mm-hmm. men also carry feminine energy mm-hmm. and women carry masculine energy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've had this, this overtly masculine energy uh, running our societies for a long time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's time to come back to balance. Yeah. So if I could be any part in, in stimulating uh, an awakening, that power within women, wow, that's everything to me. Mm-hmm. That's everything to me. Mm-hmm. Women are just such beautiful, powerful creators to me. I see it. I see them. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it, it's something that I, I need to focus on. Okay. Yeah. And, and you do, I mean, I just in, in, in the looking over your work and, and I, I see that, that connection to that divine female I don't know you know just that that goddess energy you know I I definitely get a sense of that and and I think that's one of the the things that um that that is very for at least for me that just I I gravitate towards because I, I like you said we we live in such a patriarchal society that that I I think a lot of women are waking up to that uh that thirst that that desire to connect with our 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 divine goddess feminine energy within us right because we're so you know just um we're, we're so used to just working and, and going and going and going and and just you know that there I, I feel like a lot of us don't have that balance right and and being able to tap into the beauty and the the nurture and the sensuality and just that part within us I think it's beautiful and I th- and that's one of the things that gravitated me to your work is that connection that sense that I got of of uh, being able to tap into that part um, within us that divine mm-hmm. feminine part that like you said we all carry right? regardless yes. of whether you know we're men or women or you know or however we identify we all have different elements within us absolutely mm-hmm. and it's an honor for me to to awaken that within mm-hmm. other women, you know, mm. it is to remind them, you know, because we all, we all are divine goddesses. We are, we create life. Like what? That's, we could bring a human into this world. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We t- you know, it's, it, it is taken for granted. Right? It is. And then, and I'm not saying all women need to procreate. I'm not saying that. <laughs> You know, uh, it's, I don't feel like motherhood is, is, should have to be placed on any woman. Mm. It's only if she so chooses. We are still all valuable mm. and we're still creators and we're, we're still goddesses, mm. whether we want to have children or we don't or whatever the case be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. awakening that within other women is just such an honor to yeah. me to remind them. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's your life. Is I get this, and that's your your mission. That's your life's mission at this at at, at, at least at this point in, in time for you. I mean, things I always that. change. Yeah, but now that yeah, I, I yeah, absolutely. And um, I want to go back to the one of the things that I just found so fascinating about your work is the the Mayan yoga you know because I'm, I'm also a yoga teacher and I, I I've studied yoga for a long time and I am just I'm so shocked that I have never heard of Mayan yoga <laughs> so when it comes to so I want to go back a little you know a little bit to that just out of curiosity and for our listeners to get a sense of that and to spread the, the knowledge of that because I didn't know until I I met you uh, so how, are there any uh, postures, or I know you mentioned there's mantras and there's, you know, very, a lot of similarities to the, the yoga from India that, that we are all familiar with. Um, so can you describe a little bit more about what the physical practice looks like and, you know, what, what would a class, you know, one of the classes that you teach, what would it look like? What would it be unique or different than what we're used to in regards to yoga? Mm-hmm. Um, so Mayan yoga is very, very similar to, um, Hindu teachings. Uh, if we look across the globe, this yoga is everywhere. It just has different names, you know, Tai Chi, Reiki, Qigong, yoga, yoga, whatever you want to call it. All of these divine cultures have these understandings, ancient understandings coming to your breath. Your breath is everything, right? The breath of life, your prana, the Mayas call kik. And I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that right because um, another teacher told me it was pronounced in a different way but I know it's spelled K apostrophe I K Mm. and um, so it's funny because uh, you know I didn't even know about these teachings either until you know about 2012 uh, when I was able to study with Unbat so the way it would look would be very similar to very ancient teachings of yoga when I went to go study with Unbat, I was so excited. Also, I'd like to come back and teach everybody. Oh my God, look at what I found, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, I went into so many yoga studios. And like I said, I was already a practicing yogi for like many, like over a decade. Mm-hmm. So um, when I went into these yoga studios, they were like, no, that's not yoga. That's not oh. yoga. We need somebody to stretch our people out. We need somebody. It was very about the physical body, mm-hmm. which, as you know, uh, the asanas are important to yoga, but they are just one of the eight right. limbs of yoga. Absolutely. And if we mm-hmm. speak to, to the root, right? I love to dig to the root. I'm, I'm a tekbat. That's my, my day sign. The tekbat is the, the flint the one digging to the root of the truth. Mm-hmm. So I dug, I dug yoga. What is this? You know, I need to learn more. This is yoga. And when we search for that truth, we find that 
the truest ancient forms of yoga had nothing to do with the physical body. It had everything to do with um, hymns, songs, your breath, mm-hmm. you know, hand postures. They call mudra. The mayas call shokab. And we see the mm-hmm. mayas in these hand postures when we visit the sacred temples of Ekbalam. When we look at the codices that mm-hmm. we have available, we see them placing their hands in different directions. And they weren't doing that, like, for no reason. There was purpose and intent. Mm -hmm. And um, these teachings, uh, these are the teachings that we we practice in a Mayan yoga class. We will explore these practices. We will talk about the hand postures and what they mean. We will do chanting. creating vibrations within our body, using our voice and our breath uh, to release uh, stagnant energy, release stagnant ideas, um, because none of those ideas serve us. And reminding ourselves, like I said earlier, we're living in this third dimensional world Mm -hmm. and there's so much more. And we know that. We know that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what a class would look like. It mm. would be a lot of meditation, a lot of a deep thought, breath work, um, and the shokab, the mudras. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of heart opening, mm. a lot of remembering, you know, because uh, Unbat's men says that we're all born with all of this wisdom. Mm. We know about the chakras and the Mayas also, not just, not just Indian people have chakras. <laughs> <laughs> we all uh, do. Yeah, absolutely. We all do. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a human, all humanity, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every, all living beings have exactly. chakras. Yes. We all have energy centers within our body. Mm-hmm. And when we alert, when we learn to, activate those energies we become more balanced individuals we become able to forgive to release fear to love to think in a more profound way Mm. to connect to our ancestors to each other Mm -hmm. we learn a deeper respect for everybody and I feel like that's the underlying foundation of these teachings mm-hmm. is um, a saying, a greeting, a Mayan greeting, and lak etch. I feel like that's the whole foundation. Mm. I am you and you are me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Once we realize that, that's everything. Mm-hmm. Because if I am you and you are me, I wouldn't hurt you. I would only love you the way I love myself. Mm-hmm. And we could say in Lakech, we could apply this philosophy to everything. We could apply yeah. this philosophy to a hummingbird. Absolutely. We could apply this philosophy to the bees. We could apply this philosophy to the father's son, to the universe, because we are, we are an integral part of nature. 
we are the sun, we are nature, we are mm. the bee, we're everything. Mm. And imagine what this world would look like if we all held that, that reverence for each other and every part of nature. Yeah. Girl, we would be like, we'd be elevating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Your words are so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your, your wisdom with us. And, and, you know, I know that I want to, I would love to learn more about your teachings and the, you know, the, the Maya, uh, Maya yoga and the divine feminine classes. How, if, and, you know, if our listeners want to learn more about you, mm. how can they connect with you? How can they learn more about your work? Yes. Well, right now I am working on a website. I'm really mm. excited about that. Um, but I'm being patient and taking my time. Um, so right now, the greatest form of connecting with me is through Instagram at Children of Venus. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like I, I answer all my messages. I'm, I'm on there often. Yeah more often than I would even like sometimes, <laughs> which is why I, I, I'm starting yeah. the website. Um, yeah. So that would be the easiest way to connect to me. I do Wonderful. have a lot of events coming up uh, for women uh, with other beautiful women yeah. uh, co-facilitating as well. Yeah. So look out for those. Yeah. And um, most of all, though, um, I do want to give honor and reverence to my teachers, mm -hmm. to men, uh, for allowing me to learn these mm -hmm. things, for teaching me these things, sharing his wisdom, you know, just so selflessly, yeah. you know, sharing with me. So I feel like if, if this is something that interests you, uh, yes, I'm a vessel to, to carry on those teachings the best I can in the most authentic way I can mm -hmm. um, go to the source read his books his books are mm -hmm. everything they mm -hmm. are mind-blowing so mm -hmm. um, and then also giving reverence to my teacher Masatsi for mm -hmm. um, trusting me in this journey and calling me to ceremony and calling me to to represent uh, for our ancestors so yeah Oh, beautiful. Well, once again, uh, thank you so much for, for being here with me and having this amazing conversation. Everything that you shared, I deeply resonate with. Uh, I feel like we were meant to have this conversation because uh, just in while we were sharing, I'm already thinking of, you know, just stuff for myself that I want to learn more about in my, on my, for my own journey, for my own path. So thank you so much. And I know that um, you put a lot of offerings. So definitely for our listeners, check out her offerings. Um, I will, I, I, I check your Instagram. It's one of those that I check regularly because I'm always trying to make sure that I don't miss any offerings. I want to make sure I go to the next one that you have available. So it hasn't lined up with my schedule so far, but I'm so that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm looking so, to make sure that I can join on one of these um, events that you have coming up. Okay, but thank you so much again. Thank and you, I just want to 
finish it with that saying that you shared, I am you, you are me, and I, and I, I honor you and your work and so much gratitude to your, to your elders, your teachers, and your ancestors for bringing you to us here, for our listeners to, to take on this wisdom that came through you today. Thank you, sis. And Laket, Alakin, I am you and you are me. Thank yes. you so much for giving me this opportunity. Of and course. thank you for the work that you do in the community Aww. as well. You know, it yeah. takes it takes a village. It takes all of us Absolutely. to play these roles to create a better society. Absolutely. Thank you. Of course. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope that you found it healing and nourishing to your mind and soul. If there's a friend that you think would benefit from listening to this information, please share it. Share about our podcast. If you feel called to, please leave us a review as this really, really helps boost our presence here in Apple Podcasts and it makes it easier for others to find us to stay up to date on new episode releases and special events and projects that I'm working on. You can follow us on Instagram at Inner Healing Paths Podcast, and you can subscribe to my newsletter by going to my website, which is rosashettylcsw.com. And I will include this information and links in the show notes. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to sharing with you again next time.